0: Cura, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Welcome back to B Side Stories on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. Uh, that was amazing. That was Sea Mouse from our first guest. Um guest Sea Mouse, <laughs> who was here in the first half. That was amazing. Um, in this half, we've got three incredible people here from the Berenpoo Granville Flats, which is quite a large housing complex eh, out in in Berenpoo. So we've got here Debbie McGill. Hi, Debbie. Hi. (laughs) And Simon Cosgrove.
1: Hi, Hi, Simon. Hi.
0: And Derek MacDonald. Hi. Uh, You guys are all tenants at Granville? Yes, that's right. And tell me about some of the amazing projects you've had going on there. Okay, so... um, yeah, we, we have
2: a thing called the fixery where we fix some tenants' items, and it saves on them buying anything new. Or if they've got some love lo- things that they love at home that they want to have fixed, we fix it for them for free. Um, we've been given a workshop um, donated by city council, and they wow. fund um, some of our projects as well. So, um, and we do cooking classes, and um, you know fixing and uh, painting and other things like that.
0: So how long has all that been going on for?
2: Um, I think we started in 2018, so it's been going for nearly three years. I just was wondering how big, I mean gravel flats look really big, how many people live in there? So there's 107 flats, so we we quite often have um, attendance of about 20 odd people come down at certain times during the day because we also offer some food as well for lunch. Things like that.
0: Wow, where does the food come from?
2: Um, It's actually donated food that we also get from Kaibosh, which is the weekends we get that. And also um, sometimes we put on a a pot of soup or um, uh, one of our tenants would pop um, uh, some falafel in the microwave and and, um, put them out on the table for us.
0: It sounds like a great place to hang out. So I know, so you've got the fixery, which sounds amazing... And I know you've also been working on a mural. Is
1: that something you've been working on, Derek? Uh, Yeah, it's been going for about a year and a half, just before COVID. And uh, we all got, we had a meeting and got together. And we just put our ideas together. And then COVID hit. And it went pretty quiet. And then after that, we regrouped and kept, Going on, and now it's pretty much almost done. There's two other artists I've got to mention Simon to the left of me and uh, Angela Kilford. She's also another artist as well. And Simon and Angela have been really contributing to the project. Yeah, and it's been really, really good. We're almost near completion, so I say about another week or two. It will be complete and yeah. hung up cool. for all to see. Can have a grand opening? Uh, yes, <laughs> along those lines, yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. much.
0: So you've been working with some artists in the community as well to produce yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. And where is it exactly?
1: At the uh, Granville Flats in Berenpore.
0: So it's just along one of the sides of that? Yeah. Because there's a, one by Ellen Coop down the front, eh? If that's yeah. How you name. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be a pretty artistic place to hang out. hmm I mean, that sounds amazing. Have
1: you enjoyed working on that? Yes, it's been really, really good. Um, there's a lot of people behind the scenes. There was Debbie and Bruce Hamill and Claire Leonard and Angela and Simon and, and myself. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of few people in the beginning of the meal and stuff. They're still there and stuff, but it's more so the artist's. Yeah. Than anything yeah.
0: Else. So what have what have you worked on? What have you been painting?
1: Uh, I did a panel and it's got uh, Pacific Island and pretty much I try to incorporate all uh, cultural elements on there, and the word on it says unity.
0: Oh, I think and that's that, the one we used on our Facebook page. Yeah. 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 Have you got quite a few cultures there in Grenville Flats? Definitely, it's multicultural there. Mm -hmm. And is is the
2: mural reflecting that? Um, Yes, and also um, what we've done also is to give it a bit more of an individualistic um, feel is to also do palings that will go in between them. So the tenants have actually come along and actually painted what they would like on their own little paling, so that would um, be indicative of their own flat. You know mm-hmm. what they would like, and so so for the likes of me, I put butterflies, which I really love butterflies. So and other tenants put their language like um, Burmese or Arabic and things like that. So it and it's uh, it's about what they felt like to put on there. And one um, other tenant put a cartoon. Um, on it as well on his which he really loves. so um, it's all about the individualistic. Can I just ask what is a paling what do you mean? A um, paling so when you when you've got we've got murals which are the three panels, um, big panels and then the palings are you know like how you see a fence've okay. got um, you've got palings that go down to make it and so every, each individual person has done or flat has done their own paling. So that will um, go across and um, uh, you know beside the the panels, and um, yeah. So it's little strips of wood, and um, yeah. Funny so these stories. Yeah. So it actually gives um, it actually gives the feel that it's actually com- community based. So, um, and that's why we wanted to have uh, each uh, tenant to, to participate. So we're still building up some more palings um, as well, too, so tenants can have their say on them, you know, like put their yeah. individualness on it.
0: Neat. And how about you, Simon? Have you been painting as well?
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so so sort of reluctantly agreed to do it. I was a bit scared to, you know, do a, a large public painting, but then now we've done it, it's been really good. It's been a really good process of... Um, and, and just sort of being the fairy godmother, sort of guiding us along, because she's done other projects, you know, sure. big, big um, community-based collaborative art projects, so right. it's quite different working in the collaborative way, you know, and we did a big brainstorm amongst the community of what would be on the panels, you know, and then we had to mm-hmm. sort that out into what everybody was happy with and... So it's a a totally different way of working than just doing Mm. your own picture, you know.
0: So all three of you are talking a lot about collaboration and community and unity. Was it always the culture at Granville Flats or is that something that's kind of come out of these projects, do you think?
2: It definitely has come out of um, the projects that we've been doing, more so now. Um, We did have Bruce Hamill here uh, with us um, years ago. And he was drawing people to come down to the community room. He's the community minister for the Presbyterian Church in Island Bay. And so um, he um, encouraged people to come down and have a cup of tea. But it's grown so much more now. Like at the Fixery, we have all sorts of things going on. We're doing sewing. We might decide um, to have an Indian... Um, lunch you know one of the tenants who's um, Indian helps us cook um, a potato curry as an example and also people will just come and have a cup of tea and chat and other ones want to paint um, a, a paling or wants their um, table or chair or their shoes fixed for an instance and um, and for the likes of one of our tenants who has also been very um, Reclusive and um, separated from community c- coming from a different country, has in fact um, come out of her shell and she is the one that has been preparing the lunches for us, making a pot of tea, making some bread, you know, put toasting some bread and frying some falafel for for our lunches. And um, she's she's also just been coming out of her shell so much more since we've been t- starting to do these projects. So um to sum it all up yes it's all about encouraging people to engage um and also making the possibilities happen especially with the fixery and um things like that.
0: So does the fixery so you said you're fixing up things for people but are you also is it also a place you can learn to fix your own things? Mm. Right. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah. So cool. so it sort of Debs came up with the idea really because w- there's an orchard next door the community orchard yeah. and we um sort of did our first victory project and and sort saw, of hole in the fence between the flat and the orchard because there was already a path and it was difficult to get your compost down and stuff you know. Sure. And um and then Debs came up with the idea of you know oh, we should you know, start a fixery going, so sort of the
0: opposite of fixing, cutting
3: a hole yeah, in the fence. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so um, yeah, and so and I kind of had an interest in fixing things anyway, you know, and had tools and stuff. But it was just nice to be able to kind of share that, you know, and 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 people could you know take the sewing machine down, take some tools down, and kind of we've got a then we got the workshop from the council. And then so we had a repository for tools, so people donated a whole lot of tools, and we've got a shadow board on the wall. We built our own oh, bench. like a and, shadow board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love those shadow boards. Yeah. <laughs> Put your tools away, not down. Does it work? No. Nah. Ah. And, um, <laughs> and, and, so, and so, yeah, then, you know, everybody's skills could, you know, some people could sew, some people can fix things, and, and so we've got the workshop and the community room now, and, um, at the moment, the community room's full of murals, which are about to go out on the on the fences. Mm. But um, we'll get our bench back then, and yeah. And so, yeah, it's just it's been really um, a natural growth of just you know having you know it's like the right tool for the job. You know, somebody might oh I don't have a handsaw. You know, it's like oh I've got a handsaw. You know, mm. and, or sewing. You know, people people know how to sew, but they don't have machines necessarily. And, yeah, it and,
0: makes and,
3: sense and, to share. Mm, and the council's just, we went to repair some of the machines. We've got council um, machines that are a bit old now. We went to repair them, and the lady at the um, sewing shop said, you know, you, could, you should probably replace them with digitals rather than just throwing good money after bad. And so, yeah, the council CIA funding um, allowed us to get two new digital machines, and we are having a training session on Friday, and... Wow. Yeah, and so and that'll be easier for people yeah. to use who haven't sewn before. And yeah, so there's lots of you know over COVID, um, Deb's got a whole mask sewing project yeah. rolled out. You know, and um, yeah, lots of people on the machines now. Right, three or four machines humming away on a on wow. a Monday. Yeah, amazing. Yeah,
0: you mentioned that you were a bit scared to start painting at the beginning. Were you like that too, Derek? Or did it Feel natural to you?
1: <laughs> no, they're literally. Um, I was a bit sceptic at first, but I kind of thought, everybody's doing it, why not? And then gave it a go, and about a year and a half later, pretty much almost there.
0: Will you do any more painting now that the mural's finished?
1: Uh, yeah, got a few side projects going on, but um, it was it's all about the community mm. emphasis, really. It's you know, bringing the residents together. And dedicating a mural to them and the community on a wide scale.
0: So the Berenport community as a whole, is that what you're meaning? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. I mean, it sounds like such a great place to be. Is there much um, opportunity for the Wider community to be involved with any of these projects? Or is it still well, just people in-house?
3: do come people do come in, that's how Claire came in and Dee and Ange um, not D sorry Ange? They were outside the community, but so increasingly anybody who's got an interest just comes along, and they might want to, you know, repair their trousers or something, and don't know how to sew and don't have a machine, and then you know a fellow just come along and he's got great building skills and he goes to the men's shed and stuff, but he's just come, you know. So it's totally, it's it's all about being open and inclusive and just having a place where people can come to. It's not necessarily, you know results focused on fixing things you know it is about socializing and getting to know people from different cultures and feeling accepted and
0: did you find it hard initially when you started working on this project to get people to come along because it must have you kind of been just you guys were a bit nervous about it was it hard to get people to engage at the beginning
2: yeah i i i think it, it was but it didn't take very long and then people started getting the word that, oh, well, we could glue, glue their shoes together or um, and things like that. Um, it did take some time, and we actually changed the day from a Wednesday to a Monday, and it's just absolutely, you know, full-on down there in the community room on a Monday. Um, and, um, you know, we're busy sewing, and then there's someone else having a cup of coffee and chatting and... And, and stuff like that. So it's just keeps growing and people at the word is getting out there. And also the good thing is that somebody might come to the community room and say, Look, I've got a, a spare T V, does somebody want it? Or does somebody have a a spare free view box? So we're actually swapping stuff around and it's not being thrown mm-hmm. out or um, someone else who needs it can have it. So um yeah. we're finding it the word is getting out there. So it it's taken time, but it's actually
0: really, really growing. It's community building, but it's also sustainability as well. It's got all sorts of benefits coming out of this. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the good thing is that the council have supported us um, fully on that. And um, also we've got people in the community donating fabric and um, tools and... And stuff like that, and even two sewing machines um, were given to me from fellow colleagues of mine, and um, materials, and even council, you know, invited people from on the intranet to come and provide some material for the for the masks, the COVID masks we made. We've made probably about two hundred and fifty, so that's nearly what. Sometimes that would have been about four to six hours worth of um, work we spent each week on making them and then just handing them out to to tenants as they need them. And we're still doing it. We've still got a box full of um, masks and cellophane bags really for people to to take right. if they need it for the bus, mm. free of charge, because it's something that's what council encourages as well.
0: Yeah, I know they've got their new social wellbeing framework, is that what it's called out? I was up for consultation. I missed that one. was too busy ranting about cycleways on <laughs> my oh. submission <laughs> being a cyclist <laughs> um, so I think you mentioned jams and relishes as well is another <gasps> um, project yes. you've got going on yeah. oh, my, oh my gosh well. uh, Derek's rubbing his hands together
1: <laughs> yeah it's one of my favourite subjects <laughs> <laughs> food people <Yeah>. food <laughs>
2: Well, when we first started doing the fixery, I also decided that I thought with kibosh, we we needed one way of an outlet of what we could do with some of the food. And so I I started um, teaching tenants how to do basic cooking classes. And then um, slowly we got busier with the fixery, so I've pulled back on the cooking classes so much. But we can incorporate it in the fixery as well. So now and again we would make um, jams or relishes like kibosh gave us nearly 10 kilos of... Tomato. So, can you imagine mm-hmm. chopping ten kilos? And we spent hours making these ra- beautiful tomato relishes. So, we're really, really thankful that the food is not going to waste, and it go, get, goes out into our into our um, into Granville Flats um, to for the tenants to to have for free as well. So, mm-hmm. it's feeding back into the community by getting you know stuff that would go to the landfill and, and to to be wasted. But so, do you also have that relationship with the orchard? Like, do you use fruit from over there? We can do, and that's why I incorporated the... why we cut the hole in the fence, so that tenants can go over there. Tenants can go over there and, and um, have a good time in the in the orchard, but also t- uh, help themselves with some fruit or vegetables. And also um, um, for, uh, use the worm farms as well. And we will eventually be doing composting back over there as well. So... Um, encouraging the tenants to do composting and the worm far- putting their scraps in the worm farm. So that was the whole idea about the um, cutting the hole in the fence, with permission of course. And then it all sparked from there that we can incorporate the having a fixery and um, yeah, utilising next door as well.
0: You've got a lot of collaborations going on. So you've got Kaibosh, the Orchard, over the Presbyterian Church. Who else <laughs> have I missed? Someone? Oh, you've got Ange, of course. Yes, Ange yeah. and Claire was our um, builder
2: mm-hmm. um, who actually inputted most of the design into the the, the, the mural, but also helped design the workshop because it was a shell; it was just a room. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we um, and then we worked on getting a workbench put in there. And uh, we painted. We painted it first. It was my first time to paint something. Actually, I was quite thrilled. <laughs> um, yeah. So she gave us a helping hand with that. And um, we've had odd people coming from different blocks of flats to have a look as well. And um, yeah. friends from friends of mine, or other friends, uh, friends of yeah. friends, coming from the community. And yes. there's another gonna woman. Gonna ask, yes. oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I
0: was gonna ask whether it's something that happens in other flats as well, blocks of flats.
2: Okay. So the, the fixery is something that's come out of Granville, but we we would love to see it, you know, out in the wider community maybe with other um, complexes, but um, we we do it mainly for for we call ourselves the Grand Villains. So um <laughs> <laughs> Um so yeah, the Grand Villains. Uh, so We'd mainly do it for Granville, but we would, you know, it's widely known that we do this and that other communities could, you know, could come in and other um, blocks of flats, perhaps, yeah.
0: I sort of feel like everyone's going to want to live in a block of flats after hearing Because it's a big advantage, isn't it? Having all those skills and um, just all those people and those different cultural backgrounds and just getting to share all of that, that's such a treat compared to living in your own little house and maybe not even seeing the neighbours, are you all volunteers or any of you paid to do this? We're all volunteers. So what made you start doing that? Because it sounds like a lot of work. What started all of this?
2: Well, I, I've, I've lived at Granville for a long time, over 20 years, and so I have been involved with the community since word go. And I did run the community room um, years ago and I had a break and then I went back into it just in the last three three years and so, um, with the help of Bruce, actually, he's encouraged me heaps and the rest of the the, the team um, to build it up. So that's um, just fun so, too. Yeah, you know, I, I've been involved with it for quite some time. Yeah,
3: it's just I, and it's kind of I don't know. We did it. It was really low key start, and it just kind of happened organically and naturally, and grew like two hours is enough. We need a little bit more. and... And then we'd go in on other days and do sewing and, you know, it's kind of grown naturally. And, um, but yeah, it was just, just something that we loved doing. We'd all be out, be out there, you know, renovate, renovating old antique, you know, block and tackle or something like that, you know, from granddad, I don't you know. do know what is
0: a block and like tackle. Like a
3: pulley thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. And, um... <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's just a bit of fun, really. It, did, it didn't seem onerous, you know. Mm. And then and then it just it just naturally grew, you know. I love sewing and just patching a pair of trousers. There's a there's a you know and there, there's a you know there's a deep sense of satisfaction in in two things that you get from it. And one is you know a, a, doing a job to completion. You know, actually manipulating some things out there in the universe into. Some sort of useful harmony, and then, um, even though it may be a bit of a folly, and then, um, but sometimes functional, or it might be a beautiful old antique or something that you're gluing together, you know. But then the, the working together, the social aspect, and feeling part of a kind of a, a, you know, a loving community. So it's not like it's, you know, you come away replenished, not drained. Have you seen? Yeah, no, yeah. That
0: sounds amazing. I'm hearing a lot of joy from you all <laughs> that you're getting from this. Yeah. Do you think it's probably spreading around the flats too? I think it's really great to share what
2: you know, what we've got. Yeah. And and just do it naturally and it, it seems to come so naturally to to us. Um and we, you know, it just happens, you know, we mm. sit there and we sew and um make and, masks. And and
3: people people come <laughs> We're with about new, to go off, on my phone, by the way. With new skills, you <laughs> yeah. know, and then they, they can share their new skills sort of Brilliant. expanding
0: like that. Hey, thanks so much, guys, for coming in.
1: That program was brought to you by Wellington
3: Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks, New Zealand On Air, for funding accessmedia.nz.